Kia ora, welcome back to Learn My Lesson. I am your host, Sav, and today I guess is the first proper episode where you just have a solo host. So for those of you that aren't up to date, Jess had her last episode with us last week. In that episode, we just reminisced over the last two and a half years, everything that's happened with Learn My Lesson, the ups and downs and everything in between. And it was a really nice episode saying goodbye to Jess and everything, so definitely go check that one out. Today's episode is going to be about basically procrastination, but I'll go into a lot of detail on procrastination and something called executive dysfunction. And yeah, I'm just going to dive straight into it. So there was something that I read that I actually read it years ago and it really resonated with me. And it was one of those moments where I was like, it is so nice to know that somebody else feels the same way that I do. And that's exactly how I felt when I read this. So that's basically what sparked the idea for this episode. And so I'm just going to read that out to you guys now. The illusion was always that we had to just do it. Just do the homework, the meal prep, the college application, just write the email, send the homework, follow up with that interview, clean your room. These things are easy things, one-click things, two-hour max things. We had so many people in our lives shout it at us. Why don't you just do it? Often my answer was a soft, I don't know, and I got tired when actually it was more like I couldn't. I just couldn't. It feels like everything is covered in snow. Don't you know that I'm mad at myself too? I want this stuff just as much as you do. I want to live in a clean house with good food and have an okay job and know I'm not disappointing the people I'm coming home to. I don't like missing opportunities and having to scramble in a panic about last minute things. I'm a fully grown adult. She is posing for a pic on Insta. If you want a life like this, go out and get it. It's 2pm and I haven't eaten breakfast. I'm staring at the space where I should be working. Her video has a laugh. Just do it. So yeah, I remember reading this. This was back when I was in like high school and I was just like, wow, I'm not the only one that struggles with simple tasks and have no idea why I can't just get them done. And it was a nice feeling, you know, and I think moments like that in my life are why I feel really strongly about talking about all these topics on the podcast so that if this podcast provides moments like that for people that listen, I just think that's amazing and that makes me so happy. So hopefully this podcast at some point or another has given you one of those moments. But yeah, so I wanted to start by talking about procrastination. So obviously everyone knows what procrastination is, or like I'm assuming most of us do, but the definition of procrastination is the act of delaying or putting off a task until the last minute or past their deadline. Some researchers define procrastination as a form of self-regulation failure characterized by the irrational delay of tasks despite potentially negative consequences. And I was doing a little bit of research on procrastination and there's different websites that kind of categorize different types of procrastination or procrastinators into groups. Some of them had four, some of them had more. This one that I found has six and I kind of like the way that they've simply described them and put them into categories. So that's the one I'm going to go with. So the six types of procrastinators from this website talked about the perfectionist who puts off tasks out of the fear of not being able to complete a task perfectly. And I think that 
a hundred percent relates to me and it also relates to something I read a long time ago about it was it was some post or maybe a tweet or something that said something along the lines of you procrastinate because you're afraid of rejection it's a defense mechanism and you're trying to protect yourself by avoiding doing the task and apparently it's a really common reason for procrastinating even though procrastination is often associated with laziness it's a fairly common trait of a lot of people with anxiety and perfectionism issues and yeah like I said that's definitely me I Remember at university, I'd put off doing my assignments and things till the last minute because if I only had a certain amount of time to complete the assignment, if I got an average grade on it or a below average grade, I would, wouldn't beat myself up about it so badly because I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty good considering the time I did it in. Whereas if I had gave myself the proper amount of time and tried really hard and, you know, gave it 100% to then get a bad grade was really hard to deal with. So yeah, that's definitely why I procrastinate personally. The next one here they've put is the dreamer who puts off tasks because they're not good at paying attention to detail. And I know a lot of my friends are like that. I think they struggle with the nitty gritty of uh, certain things, but they love thinking of the big picture. So actually getting things done because you're having to focus on the finer details is difficult for them. The next one is Defia doesn't believe someone should dictate their time schedule. I can't say I know anyone like that personally, but I can definitely see it. Um, the warrior who puts off tasks out of fear of change or leaving the comfort of the known. I guess I can be a little bit like that for some things. The next one is crisis maker who puts off tasks because they like working under pressure. That's a little bit of me as well, but it kind of is more complicated than I like working under pressure. It's more like I can't work without the pressure. And that comes into a topic I'm going to talk about in this episode a little bit later. So I'm just going to leave that there. And the last one is the overdoer who takes on too much and struggles with finding time to start and complete tasks. Anyway, so that's just a little bit about procrastination in general. I feel like procrastination is something that kind of gets talked about lightly or joked about like all through high school and uni. People made throwaway comments about, oh no, I've just procrastinated so much. Like it's not a big deal. Or, oh, I'm so bad with procrastinating, da da da. Like it's not that deep and everything. But honestly, there is nothing worse than like the nauseating feeling of having every intention of doing something and like knowing you want to do something a lot of the time, but just like not being able to do it. And you're sitting there and like time is passing and you're so aware of the time passing and you know you want to do this task, but you just like can't. And Often there's a deadline that's getting closer and closer and you're just like trapped inside a body that refuses to actually just do the task and like inside your brain is going like crazy but on the outside you're just like sitting there scrolling through Instagram or something like that. It's honestly the worst feeling like it's genuinely so horrible and if you struggle with procrastination you're not just lazy. Like it is actually something that's really hard to deal with and is a really horrible feeling. And yeah, like I said, can be kind of made light of, I guess. And 
yeah, just for anyone listening, you're not lazy and honestly, it is a really horrible feeling and you're not alone in feeling the way you do when you are procrastinating. I think a lot of the time when people are procrastinating, they're avoiding like negative emotions that come with doing whatever the task is. So like, and it's because like in that moment, you're like, I can face doing the task and deal with those whatever negative emotions come with doing that task you can deal with them now or you can just not deal with them right now and like in the moment the option is obviously to avoid the task is the better option in that split second but overall when you kind of look at the bigger picture things procrastinating actually causes more distress or more negative emotions overall than just dealing with the task but when you yeah bring it down to that like sort of moment by moment decision not that it's really a decision procrastination is kind of something that just happens but yeah when you bring it down to that level to avoid the task is seemingly the better option overall probably not so much but it's hard to get that perspective sometimes So the next thing I want to talk about is something called executive dysfunction. Executive dysfunction is a brain-based impairment that impacts a person's ability to analyze, organize, decide, and execute things on time. It causes assignments to be lost, deadlines to be missed, and projects to overwhelm. So that is what executive dysfunction is. And executive dysfunction is commonly associated with ADHD and can be associated with autism and I think a few other things as well. But that doesn't necessarily mean if you struggle with executive dysfunction that you have one of those things. You can experience executive dysfunction without them. But I did read something where somebody asked, how do you tell the difference between executive dysfunction, procrastination, and laziness? And the answer was provided by someone who got this information from their therapist when they were struggling with the same thing. So laziness is, this is obviously very general, generally speaking, but laziness is when you don't want to do a task so you choose not to and you're fine with that you either don't care if it gets done or you figure someone else will do it procrastination you want to do the task but you put it off because it seems difficult or boring or time consuming executive dysfunction you want to do the task and intend to at that very moment there is no significant reason not to but you can't because your brain is having difficulty transitioning between activities The key difference he points out is that if you experience guilt or shame from not doing it, then it's not laziness because those feelings indicate on some level a desire to complete the task. Yeah, in my opinion, procrastination and executive dysfunction definitely have some overlap, but either way, for whatever reason you're struggling to do the task, it's not because you're lazy. And that's definitely something that I struggle with feeling, like I have struggled feeling guilty a lot of my life when I can't get things done and I just don't know why there's no logical reason why I can't just do something but yeah basically procrastination usually involves the task having some sort of negative emotion surrounding it whether you're anxious about not doing it to a certain standard or the task is difficult in some way or boring or whatever it may be but you know you need to get it done 
but you're not getting it done because of those things. That's sort of procrastination. And then, yeah, executive dysfunction is more where you have every intention of doing the task, but getting from intention to action is difficult. And I read a while ago and I went and found this post because I remember relating to it very strongly, the best description of executive dysfunction that I've heard. And someone said, anyone else get a fuzzy, restless feeling when you need to do something, but your brain won't focus on anything and you're silently begging yourself to do one thing but instead you're scrolling through Instagram even though you don't even want to be it's like your head is filled with heavy electric cotton and you're both uncomfy and unable to stop and that's how I feel a lot of the time when I know that I need to do something a lot of the time I want to do the thing and I just can't and I'm doing something mindless and I'm not even enjoying it I'm not wanting to be doing whatever else I'm doing but I just can't snap myself out of it it feels like and yeah that heavy electric cotton in your head is definitely a feeling that I can relate to so I just thought you know I'd share that with you guys hopefully some of you can relate and find comfort in the fact that it's not just you that feels that way but yeah so that's basically executive dysfunction summed up Now, the last thing I want to talk about has a lot to do with executive dysfunction. It's something called the motivation gap. And the analogy and everything that I'm going to use comes from a video that's on YouTube from a channel called How to ADHD. And I'm going to link the video in the episode description. So it'll be down below, but I am going to be describing the video um, and explaining it on here if you'd rather just listen to it rather than go watch it. And so obviously this is on a channel called How to ADHD. So this concept is discussing something that is very common in people with ADHD. This is something that people with ADHD struggle with a lot. And I have not been diagnosed with ADHD. I do, however, resonate with a lot of information and posts and things that I see about ADHD And I think regardless of whether you've got a diagnosis or not, if you can relate to something and therefore use that information to help better your life, I think that's absolutely fine to do. Maybe one day I'll look at going to see if I can get tested for it or whatever. I'm not entirely sure how that process goes, but I might look into it at some stage because I do have a strong suspicion that I do have ADHD. But like I said, it's not diagnosed. But yeah, regardless, if you can relate to this, don't feel like you do have ADHD just because of this. I think people can experience this and learn from this without having ADHD. So that's just my little disclaimer before we get into it. So the motivation bridge. So what is the motivation bridge? Between intending to do a task and actually doing it, there's basically a gap, a chasm of sorts and between the intention to do something and actually doing it is a bridge called the motivation bridge which is built by motivational planks so each plank adds to your bridge and these motivational planks can be things like it'll be good for my career I told somebody that I was going to do the thing any sort of reasoning that you have to do a task so all these little planks add up And you've got this bridge between the intention to do the task and actually doing it. And so if you've got enough planks, you can happily walk across the bridge and 
the task gets completed. For most people, there might be small gaps in the bridge where planks are missing here and there, but those small gaps can be overcome by willpower and self-discipline, and that's enough to kind of push you over those small gaps. For people that struggle with ADHD, which is actually known as a motivation deficit disorder, so I feel like there are a lot of misconceptions about ADHD, what it is, what it looks like, and all those things, which I'm not going to go into today. Like I said, this concept I think other people can relate to, not just those that have ADHD, but I will be talking about the concept from the perspective of suffering from ADHD. So yes, a motivation deficit disorder, which means that those with ADHD have larger gaps in the bridge. They have more planks missing and therefore they can't cross the bridge from the intention to do something to actually doing it. And this can be really frustrating because other people might not be able to see those gaps in your bridge. And so they don't understand why you can't do the task. Is it because you don't care or because you're lazy? That is what is commonly perceived from the outside looking in. Even for the individual struggling with the motivation, especially when it's something that you've done before. So quite often it can be a task that has already been completed before. You got to do it again and you come to the bridge and there's planks missing and it's, it can be really hard to be like, I've done this before, why can't I do it now? For those with ADHD, you have to learn basically what is motivating for an ADHD brain. And there's things that are known to not stimulate an ADHD brain. Anything that's lengthy, repetitive, or boring is not good, will not help an ADHD brain complete a task. What ADHD brains do find motivating and that are stimulating for their brains are things that are urgent so that have a deadline things that are novel or new so something different and things that you're interested in so that you have like personal investment in or you care about or something like that so those are the three main sort of planks that you can use to build your bridge this is why a lot of people with ADHD procrastinate or struggle with executive dysfunction. Basically, executive dysfunction is describing what is happening when you're there at the start of the bridge with your intention to do something and you don't have the planks to cross the bridge. That's what executive dysfunction is. It is that, that stage where you can't, your brain does not have what it needs to get a task done. And so that often leads to procrastinating or just being stuck in that executive dysfunction stage until the task is urgent. And then, what do you know, urgency provides planks onto your bridge and that might be enough for you to be able to cross the bridge and get the task done. It's not the healthiest way to deal with it, I think. Like, that's basically what I do in my life is just do things at the very last minute because that's the only time I seem to be able to get anything done and I always thought I worked best under pressure but that is not the case at all it was the fact that I just physically could not work without the pressure without that urgency and that sort of thing I didn't have the motivation and I think when I'm using the word motivation in this example it's not how we typically think about it of being something that kind of 
comes and goes and like comes with like you being really motivated to go to the gym or like motivated to do this really good idea or motivated to start learning a language or whatever this is bringing motivation down to its like smallest little bite-sized form of just motivation to complete any task no matter how small but yeah so what can we do to add more planks using the fact that we find urgency motivating well self-imposed deadlines might work for some of you they definitely don't work for me because I at the end of the day I know that they're not real I guess so unless I tell somebody else I'm gonna have this thing done by this time then there's some accountability from somebody else that works a little bit better but if I just say in my head I need to get this done by this day when I know it doesn't really need to be done until later in the week I yeah I I, that doesn't work for me but hopefully self-imposed deadlines work for you Otherwise, use someone else for accountability and that makes the urgency more real. So the next one was something novel or new. So obviously a lot of the tasks that we have to do in life aren't going to be novel or new. But if you can find a way to make them different, the example that was used in the video was folding washing, which is obviously a boring, repetitive task, which doesn't stimulate an ADHD brain whatsoever. But learning, the example used was she learned how to fold clothes using the Marie Kondo method, and that made the task more interesting and more novel, therefore was helpful in stimulating her and getting her across that motivation gap. And then the last one was something of that is of interest to you. So again, obviously not all tasks in life are going to be ones that you're interested in, but they're still ones that need to get done. And I think the best way to incorporate this to help cross the motivation gap and help close the gaps in the bridge is using the reward system. So have things that you are interested in as a reward for completing a task. This requires a bit of willpower and self-discipline because for me, when I try and use this sort of method, there is a big part of my brain that goes, so for example, if I say I can watch an episode of the TV show that I'm watching once I finish this task, there's definitely a big part of my brain that goes, or you could just watch it now. And it's unfortunate that I've figured out that I can do that. I'm like, why would I hold out on myself for giving <laughs> giving myself these rewards? I could just have them now. It's the same when I have any sort of snacks. Now I'm like, okay, you have to finish X, Y, and Z before you have the snacks. I go, but I could just have the snacks now. And quite often I'll think, well, the snacks will give me energy to complete the task. So really it makes sense. So, you know, a self-imposed deadlines and a self-imposed reward system are definitely ones that I struggle with. Hopefully they work for you. That would be great. But the best way to implement them, if you're anything like me, is to have some sort of accountability. So you implement somebody else in your plan somewhere along the line so you have someone that you're accountable for, whether that's for the deadline or for the reward. So yeah, anyway... That's basically the motivation bridge or the motivation gap. 
and I hope it made some sort of sense. Honestly, go watch the video. It's really well done. It's not that long, but it's super helpful. And I think the visual aspect that she has on the video will make it make a lot more sense than my little ramble did. But yeah, it was just something that I really like. And I know a lot of people either don't have like time or can't be bothered to go watch a video of something. So I just wanted to talk about it anyway for those of you that don't want to go watch the video. And that's fine. I hope it made sense and I hope it was helpful to you. But yeah, so that's all I have really to say on the topic of procrastination and executive dysfunction and the motivation gap. They all sort of interlink in a way, are a little bit different in a way, but uh, kind of fall under the same umbrella. I feel like this episode had less helpful tips for it because it's definitely something that I still very much struggle with and haven't quite figured out how to manage it and sort of overcome it entirely. So there's probably less helpful tips in this episode and it's more just discussing it. So hopefully you guys can relate if you weren't aware of these sort of behaviors and patterns. Maybe you are aware and can hopefully do something about it from here And like I said, I really don't want anyone who's listening to go out and self-diagnose themselves with ADHD just because of this whole motivation gap thing. That is not what I'm saying at all, as you all know, just because you exhibit symptoms of a disorder of some sort doesn't mean you necessarily have it. Yeah. Anyway, I think my biggest point with this episode is that if you struggle with these things and you also struggle with the guilt and feeling like you don't care or you are just lazy, that's most likely not the case. If you are feeling guilty about not getting these things done, chances are you're not just lazy, that there's something more going on and just to be kind to yourself and figure out how to get things done in a way that works for you, that works for your brain and how you operate and everything like that because I think that's the biggest thing is not doing things the way you think they should be done so what if you need to look at a task differently to somebody else in order for you to get it done just because somebody else can go out and do something without really thinking about it because they have all of their motivational planks and can get across that bridge doesn't mean you have to and it doesn't make you any less of a person just because you have to reframe a task in your mind and figure out how you can get motivated to actually complete the task like that's okay you've just got to work with your brain and not against it so hopefully I'll learn more on this sort of topic as as I go along with the podcast I'm always trying to listen listen to other podcasts or read different resources and learn more so that I can share on here with you guys. So if I do figure out what works for me when it comes to these topics, I will most definitely share it with you. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and found it interesting or helpful. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.